Oh, you hear that sound, folks? That's the sound of a bunch of contest entries in a hat being shaken by my lovely assistant, Carolina Martinez. Hi, Carolina. Um, So this is uh, us getting ready here uh, to choose the contest winner for our first Lois and Clark giveaway prize, which was the season one, um, have you been to Metropolis lately poster of them in their tank tops and their Superman tattoos. I haven't had too many entries, but the ones we have are in a hat being shaken up, still being shaken. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're pretty shaken up now. Um, so I'm just going to pull a winner here and we will see who won. Winner is Michael Flood. Michael Flood, congratulations. You just won a poster from Lois and Clark. Um, actually we've, we've, uh, shouted you out in an episode to come too, when you sent in a picture of you in a Dean Cain Superman suit. So good for Michael Flood. Look forward to that. (laughs) But, um, in the meantime, uh, just uh, send us a message with your address, and we'd be happy to send the poster out to you. Uh, any any messages for Michael Flood, Carolina? Congratulations, Michael Flood. That's a very tired, very enthusiastic, okay, so excited to be again. here. You have you you have so little time left. Go 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 go! Congratulations. Enjoy the show, folks. Thanks for entering. Bye. Hey, Metropolis. Uh, before we get going here, uh, it's Matt. And and Ryan, here I am. Here we are. Um, the episode you're about to hear is an episode where we cover uh, Pheromone My Lovely, which neither of us really liked all that much. Yeah, didn't particularly care for it. I, you know, I might have been a little harsh on it. I just wanted to warn you guys up top, so, you know, if you don't want to deal with that, maybe this is an episode you should skip. I say it in the episode, too, like, Worst Day Lois and Clark is better than any other day, really. But for whatever Absolutely. reason, we were both kind of hard on this episode. I think the criticisms are fair, but we just both kind of got a little, like, vitriolic at some points. Yeah, about, especially, uh, I, I think, you know, the the past couple episodes we did were very good. We're tight, yeah. And so this one was not quite as tight, and so we're like, now we know, like, what we can judge <laughs> now, against. Now we feel, like, learned enough that we can be like, fuck yeah. you, show, you're not yeah. doing it right. Yeah, so so th- those of you who do listen, just note that you know n- neither of us are trying to act like we know everything. This yeah, is just how yes, it made us exactly. feel. If you disagree, feel free to chat chat ab- about it. Hit us up on Facebook. Since, Give, argue with us. We're happy to hear your arguments. Sincerely, if Pheromone My Lovely is your favorite episode of Lois and Clark, and you want to tell us why, we are happy to hear. Oh, from absolutely. You. Um, but just just thought we should put this up front. Like we're still your yeah. fun loving guys. We just had something yeah. up our ass about this episode. Yeah, no, none of this out. is meant as a, as an attack on any fans or anything like no, that. So please don't least. take it that way. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. And we love the show. And we'll talk about it, it with loving praise in future episodes. But for now, well, I'm not making any promises. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, here's the episode. Uh, we'll see you for a more charming chat next week, but hope you guys enjoy. Thanks. Lois and Clark is our jam. We're talking about Terry Dean and Hello, 
Lois and Clark, the new podcast of Superman. I'm Matt Druex. I'm Ryan Albertson. What a day we've had, huh? Yeah, pretty exciting. Pretty big day for for listeners that don't know this. Nobody well, knows. We only know. Only we know. It's <laughs> December 1st today as we record this. Yes. So we've just released our first episode to the public uh, via SoundCloud. Still uh-huh. waiting on the uh, uh, iTunes approval. Yep, hoping for that. Sh- shouldn't be too much longer. Fingers we'll, crossed we'll, on that one. We'll, we'll acknowledge that in the future. Sure. <laughs> future but, release dates. But we've released our first two episodes. Mm-hmm. We've gotten some, some nice... I didn't even know we released two episodes. Yeah, that, well, that was the whole <laughs> idea. We released the two. And then uh, we we've do talked prices. about this. I know. Yes. I'm sure we have. I, Bryce, I trust you. Bryce's is out on, on Thursday. Okay, very cool. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> You've told me that uh, several times. It's also been a really long time since we've recorded a podcast. It is. Thanks for letting me out, man. I haven't been out of the basement in a while. Yeah, you're welcome. I, I heard you screaming down uh, there. Uh, 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 uh. Can, can we turn the lights down? I was going to do a Kathy Bates joke, but I don't remember how she died in that movie, so I don't know what to do. Isn't she just dead? Is she? No. Wait, what? Psycho? Who's no, Ka- Kathy Bates. Who's Kathy Bates? In Misery, because didn't the cop find uh, I James, James Mis- Conn I haven't the seen Misery. You've never seen Don't Min- tell anybody. Well, like, it's a Stephen King movie. I guess when yeah. somebody dies, you know? Really? But I think she... I don't remember it that well. I remember the hobbling scene, which is awesome. Okay, I, I, spoilers I for misery. Definitely intend to watch it at yeah, one point. For sure, they made me watch that in my first ever screenwriting class. Oh, nice! In in high school, so tick that for what it is. Oh, okay. But okay. I anyway, missed, missed that one. It's been a while. We've premiered, which is a big deal mm-hmm. for us. Very exciting. Feeling good. Yep. Feeling feeling got okay a few, about it all. Got a few episodes under our belt. Feeling a little more comfy about it. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah. and uh, before we get to this episode, which <laughs> we'll get to this episode, we've got some we've got some big comic book stuff to cover. Yeah, some stuff has happened. The, two, uh, of, two of those things involving Batman and Superman together, together. in some way or yeah. another. Yeah. So on our timeline, I know this is a little late for you guys. We just saw the teaser for the upcoming trailer. <laughs> Uh, for Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Yes. Uh, it's crazy to me that we have to release teasers for yes, trailers now. Yes, the first teaser for the second trailer of Batman <laughs> What, are, what are we doing? <laughs> I hate it. How much money are they making on like YouTube views of trailers? But are they making money off it? I, I mean, if there's an ad... I guess they are. Is, are there ads before the trailers? It's an ad. I, I know it's an ad. <laughs> oh, I'm aware. It's an ad. <laughs> And I was just at Jimmy Kimmel, and then the next week they're gonna premiere the damn trailer at Jimmy Kimmel, and I'm like, right. "Good damn it!" Oh, you know, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Matt, like, have, Matt, lucky I bastard, got to be in the green room for uh, the Star Wars cast uh, well, last we, week. This, asshole. We didn't get to stay in the green room <laughs> because it was very, very crowded because the Star Wars cast was there. What? So I we hung out imagine. in the writers' lounge, and that was fun. that's still really cool. That was really cool. Still jealous that you were like in the same building as J.J. Abrams. Yes, and we walked out at the same totally coincidence. Same time Daisy, Daisy Ridley walked oh, out, yeah, you said and that. we kind of looked like part of her entourage until like they went to the like armored car, and we just kept going till we hit the Hard Rock. And that, <laughs> was just kinda, that was our day. Nice, um, but yeah. So the new footage came out. Yeah, well, I was really interested this, to uh, see it. To I, preface, I liked it. This for people that don't remember what a teaser for a trailer looked oh, like. Right, it's it wait it's Batman. In like desert Batman gear, uh, strung up and 
and like held prisoner. Superman lands in an out of focus, dusty shot. He's pissed. He looks angry, like all Supermans are. And then he walks up and he unmasks Bruce Wayne. And that's literally the entire thing. Yeah, that's the teaser. Um, which I thought was cool. I love, uh, it was, just, you know, you, you don't get an un- unmasking scene mm-hmm. generally in a superhero film, as far as I know, um, in my vast knowledge of superhero films. Do you need one when the guy can use x-ray vision? Ooh. <laughs> and that concludes our, uh, segment, uh, just use your damn powers. I just, I just, yeah, yeah, really. Just use your damn powers, Clark. Um, I... We've talked about it a lot. Uh, I, positives first. Okay. I think Ben Affleck's going to be, hands down, best live screen Batman, or, yeah, live he action looks, Batman we've ever seen. Yeah, he looks great. Uh, I have very high expectations of him, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. I have nothing against Henry Cavill as a person. I still haven't seen Man from Uncle, but I'll probably watch it tomorrow. It was It fun. looks like a movie that's right up my alley. It's really fun. I despise his Superman. Yeah. I mean, well, let's let's have that full discussion. Who do you blame for that? Do you blame him? Or I, do blame you blame Snyder? Snyder? I blame Zack Snyder. Snyder? Do you I blame, blame Goyer? I, Goyer, Snyder, the whole of Nolan, WBDC. Nolan, too? Nolan's, no, Maybe Nolan's Nolan. Maybe Nolan. But here's the, well, yeah, see? Uh, Nolan did really good with my favorite character of all time. Yeah. Two out of three times. Yeah. I think the problem is that instead of, like, doing that world's version of Superman, which is probably what we as audiences really wanted, right, in the DC universe, they did a, a Batmanified Superman, it's starting to seem. Possibly. Okay. You know what I mean? I get what you mean. A darker, more I never brooding. wanted to see, like, the Christian Bale world expand. Because they, they banked so much on that being believable. Yeah, that, no. Like, uh, if they had brought him in, I'd be like... Oh, this oh, just and now shot to shit alien. everything you've done. That's, you know, that's a really fair point. You know? Yeah. But I will say, looking at what they've done, it seems like that's their idea, though, is to kind of roll off of that darker, broodier mm-hmm. uh, type of uh, super superhero movie. And I don't... Like you're saying, like, maybe that's not the best way to approach Superman. To or approach Superman. Other the characters? The world could be that fine. way, but he, he shouldn't be that no, way. No, he should right? be the shiny... He's better than us. Yeah. He should yeah. always be better than... He can have problems. He can have faults. He can have love triangles with Lois Lane all he wants. But at the end of the day, he was raised with, like, the best morals you could be raised with. He's a very understanding and loving person. Mm-hmm. And he just happens to have those powers. And because of that, he understands the responsibility of it. Right, right. And upholds those morals because you know he has to. Yeah. And, well, I'm gonna, I'll play devil's advocate ah. a, li- a little bit here. Uh, just for the sake of it, you know, what what do we know of this Superman's history to, uh, to show that? Yeah, you know? that his dad was like, let kids die. Right. <laughs> Don't use your powers. Yeah. Um, that his mom apparently is taking up that mantle in the second one, according to the first trailer. Not the first teaser for the first trailer, mind you. The first trailer. Right. The one that, that aired at Comic-Con. The one that pushes on the statue in the beginning? No, that's the first teaser for the first Fuck trailer. my life. I know. I know. Um, she's like, uh, he's with Martha outside the, the Kent farm or whatever. Uh, and she's like, be your, be their hero, Clark, be their savior, be blah, 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 or be none of it. You don't owe this world a thing. Yeah. 
And it's just like, you're Martha Kent. You know, like, yeah, yeah. imagine putting those lines in Kay Callan's mouth, you know? like it Right. So work. it seems like what he has is like this flip-flopping, like, no no real solid moral grounds yeah, it's so that he's strange. grown from. So do you really expect a, uh, a, a morally perfect Superman in that world? Look, no, because that's the world that they're building. That is not the world I want to see. Yeah, yeah. That That's not, that is Superman in name only. That, yeah. That's not Clark Kent. I understand. And I, and I will comment, <laughs> like, like, I don't find it as interesting. Like, it, it seems really cop-outy. It seems like they're bending the characters mm-hmm. to fit the plots exactly. that they want to fuck with, to fit the world, rather than focusing on uh, specific versions of the Kents, yes. which raised the specific version of Superman. It's kind of a throwaway. It's kind of just like, Superman had a... Had a, this childhood where he uh, had to let kids die, and exactly. like now he's doing it again. Or his it, dad told him to. He didn't. Yeah, it just doesn't feel. I don't know. It doesn't feel um, character driven to me. The thing about it too that I, I was thinking about, like Batman, arguably the most versatile character in pop culture. Mm-hmm. You can put him into a serious cartoon. You can put him into a wacky cartoon. You can put him into Adam West, and it's still going to ring true. Like, yeah. you're not going to betray the character. Like Adam West is is still like the integral parts of Batman are still there, right? No matter what you think, and so is so is Keaton for that matter. Yeah, Clooney's arguable, but you know, like I loved him. It's there. Oh no, I, I loved Val Kilmer. Still I like Val Kilmer. Still not yeah, sure that, on Clooney. That movie's amazing. Um, I don't know why Superman. I think has just proved proven that like if you're going to push him to the limits that we push Batman, you have to change him. Yeah. What do you elaborate on that? Uh, I think this version of Superman, this Henry Cavill, Superman, we're talking so long about this. I'm sorry. We really are. It's okay. This Henry Cavill version of Superman is, is not anything similar, in my opinion, to what the original character is or what the core of the character is. Sure. The character is incredibly moral. Like the, the character is, is loving to a fault and like the character is a pursuer of justice right right all we've seen with this superman is a pissy angry loner yeah that's actually true yeah i agree and i hate that yeah you don't like it no i want to look up to clark kent and i don't yeah that's that's a a fair criticism you know that's Um, but that's me yeah and the thing is i don't have a lot of attachment for superman and I'm still Fair. not, and I'm still not connecting with. I still did not connect with Man of Steel. I'm acting like I've I've completely passed judgment on right. on Batman versus Superman, which I haven't yet. Um, I'm judgment still open. Like the movie can still wow me, but the fact that the things that they're trying to focus on is like, look how mad Superman looks in this shot. And I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is he mad at? Yeah, he's the one that like fucked up and toppled Metropolis. I understand True. why Batman's mad. Yeah, yeah. Superman should be. The better man should be the level-headed one and going like, Bruce, Bruce. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Put the rock away. Let's talk for a second. You right, know, like, right. Here's what happened. Sure. Well, you know, who knows? Maybe that uh, look on his face is not actually anger. Maybe we don't know what it is. Maybe it just feels like anger because, uh, you know, we're, it's, it's intercut with Superman or Batman in chains. Um, there's, there's a film rule, although that is the fucking scene, obviously. That's, oh, yeah, that's the yeah, scene as they presented yeah. it to us. What is that, the name of that rule? It doesn't matter. Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about some Lois and Clark. That was a, an interesting segment. It is. Um. Let's talk about some Lois and Clark. This it, is, 
It's been a while trying to get this podcast like between. Yeah, we've had we've had <laughs> between some, like comedy shows and like throat infections. It's yeah, been it's yeah. been a rescheduling nightmare. It's but been rough. We've gotten here, pheromone, my lovely episode one ten, written by Deborah Joy Levine, DGL, good old DGL, the uh, creator, the creator, <laughs> the life giver, um, director. Uh, Bill De 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 Alia De Alia Dalia Dalia De Dalia. It's D apostrophe A L I. You know what? This is a good thing. Last time we mispronounced like a creator's name, we wound up interviewing him. So maybe this is a good deal. Yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll meet him. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, we just have a good track. Oh, it's an E, not an A. Whatever, it doesn't matter. It aired November twenty eighth, nineteen ninety three. So. Right around this time last Every, year. Everybody's super full from their Thanksgiving meal. Mm-hmm. It's probably the... I think it was on Sundays, I think. Okay. So it's probably like the end of that weekend. We realized like, oh shit, I got to go to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Before I do, I'm going to see some badass Superman and then you tune in to this. Oh yeah. When, you're, when I think badass Superman, I definitely oh, yeah. think Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. Specifically, Pheromone... My lovely. Yeah, so this was a really interesting, uh, we'll say, <laughs> episode. Uh, it basically follows a, a new character and, and and this plot involving... Um, Ooh, using that word generously, aren't we? A- absolutely, yeah. I am. Uh, anyway, Miranda is involved with Lex Luthor, and she has uh, some leftover feelings from a, a past relationship, which he doesn't seem to be very interested anymore. You were an itch. You've been scratched. Right, which line. was actually a really great, great line. line. I really yeah. liked that a lot. It's pretty fucked up. Uh, John Shea, man. Love it. Can't stop um, Yeah, so, you know, she kind of goes on a little bit of a vengeful, jealous mm-hmm. uh, rampage, we could say, but it's not really a rampage. Rampage, sure. Yeah. She, a she spritzing de- rampage. Yeah, she she develops a plot to uh, basically spray pheromones over the entire city mm-hmm. by the end of this right. uh, episode. But she starts it at the Daily Planet to prove to Lex that it works. And at, at any point, like, she's she's desperately in love with Lex, right? Obsessively, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's unhealthy. And, she, and she's trying to prove that his investment in her pheromone thing was worthwhile. Right. Which, like, obviously, like, all you had to do was, like, spray Nigel. Yeah. And show Lex that And it show works. how much you know, he's like, in love with Lex. Exactly. It yeah. would have been perfect. But instead, she chooses to go to the Daily Planet, spray Lois Lane, so that she presumably falls for Lex... Who Miranda loves? In no, the first that's place? not exactly what happens. So at why all. did she, she want to spray Lois? She sprays that whole. You mean Lois, like in the end of the episode? No, speci- like okay. Whew. All right. She she There's doesn't a- want to spray spray Lois the first time she goes to the Daily Planet. She sees that. Isn't there's that going why she's to- there? Kind of. She sprays that whole fucking place. I know, but like she. Okay, she was in Lex's office. Uh-huh. He tells her, "No, baby, we're done." Like mm-hmm. cashes on the nightstand. Goodbye. Yeah. And he takes a call from Lois Lane. Oh. As she's walking out, she looks on the chair in Lex's place and sees Lois's byline on uh, the Daily Planet. This, first of all, this is how... She then goes home, gets opens up the invite to the fragrance launch at the Daily Planet, and goes. I thought you, I thought you said you weren't familiar with this episode. This is funny. <laughs> I... 
we we were having a discussion before this, and I was like, "Don't worry, I watched it last night." I and he was it. like, "Good, it's been a while," and I'm the one that's screwing it up. You don't forget. Here, that. But but let me be honest. This is how fucking batshit insane this plot is. I'm sorry, Deborah. I this episode I had a real hard time with. All these things are conveniently happening for this character that, like, I'm confused by, like, what her intentions are at all. Because Mm -hmm. this newspaper that she looks at just says, like, perfume thing. I don't remember (laughs) specifically what it was, but so to me, like, I didn't even notice, like, Lotus Lane's name on there. I was like, oh, she wants to go test out the perfume thing? And it's just, uh, you know, everything was layered too conveniently to to a confusing fault to me. I would argue. And, and I, that's I, also slightly defensive. I agree. Well, no, it was just, it was a strange thing. Cause it's like established this launch at the daily planet of this fragrance, which is totally exclusive. the place to fucking do it. Apparently. Well, notice that the name of it, it, I took me two watchings to realize that the name exclusive is why they wanted to do it at a news. Oh, cause news exclusive. Fuck off. But, but you know, whatever you, <laughs> she sees Lois's byline on whatever newspaper, headline is just sitting in Lex's. She goes, she gets the thing. She goes to the Daily Planet. I have no idea why she sprays Lois Lane. I understand her it's wanting, gotta, it's wanting gotta, to do it in a in a confined space so that she can steer Lex towards it and mm-hmm. be like, look what I've done. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Absolutely. I would say the reason she sprays Lois Lane is probably that so she falls uh, in sexual period with... <laughs> With uh, somebody at the office rather than Lex Luthor. Uh-huh. She probably assumes, like, all right, well, I, I, somehow the date, even though they're talking about it right now, isn't for several hours. Well, so maybe I can distract her with some other man. If that's the case, she's a mastermind. Oh, yeah. Because it she, worked perfectly. She crushes it. <laughs> she did amazingly well. Yeah, like, and, you know, as, as insane as okay, this episode was. Okay, never mind. Was, I take it back. Great episode. You, you understand? Now. Are you fucking kidding me? That's the problem you, that's the one problem you had with this episode? <laughs> no, no. Let's start with the cold open. Oh, the best part of the episode, in my opinion. Just, like, this feels to me like, you know, the writer's going, huh, how does Superman get ready in the morning? I bet we could do something wacky with that. Oh, they, and they do. And then they put a hat on a hat on a hat on a hat on a yarmulke. Like, yeah. it's bad. Yeah, it's, I mean, it seemed like they probably got the assignment. Like, we need to do some sort of environmental recycling awareness thing. That was really big in the 90s, especially in the early 90s, I remember, as oh, a kid. Okay, see, that's the part where I, I recognize Superman. It's like, yeah, he recycles. Yeah, of course he recycles. <laughs> but I think they built that whole, like, nonsensical, like, exaggerated like morning getting ready scene just so he could throw that fucking carton of milk out. By the way, for for our listeners, the scene goes like this. Superman like wakes up, he boils some eggs with heat vision. You're missing a crush an alarm first. Oh, crushes an alarm. Yes, then go ahead. Don't have time to go into these details. (laughs) Oh, I've got it all written out if you'd like to. We've got crush alarm, laser eye cook eggs, super drink milk, Right? Mm-hmm. Throw jug out the window, lands in the trash. What are you going to do? Super eats. Then he sees the truck and flies outside to save the recycling before. Right. Which, like, what I don't understand is, like, why didn't he just put in the fucking recycling bin in the first place? And then as he's doing it, too, he turns to the kid that's just hanging not, out in the alley. And he says a great line, which is, it's not just trash anymore. Which I, that I assume was from a commercial. I, I disagree with you that this entire cold open was to do a recycling bit. Cause I think it was just to be like, look how crazy it is. How Superman gets up in the morning 
And then they just kept trying to up it to the point where it was fucking ridiculous. I, it's either or. It is stupid. Yes. Um, although you should definitely recycle. You know, I'm all about the environment. Recycle. Drive mm-hmm. less. Eat less meat. Sure. Do all those things. All good things. Um, then we go to the Daily Planet. After that, so that's the cold open credits. Daily Planet. Oh, Lois is talking about a pesticide story. That was the headline. I yeah, that's, my that's, notes. that's set up for later. Because we did that later on, right. Cat um, mentions the new launch. Here's something. Perry mentions Alice, his wife. Mm-hmm. Has, have, have we, I don't think we've heard before? about her yet. No. Okay, that was my question for you. Because, like, she's, she's very much ingrained in my head of, like, Perry's Alice. But as I was watching it, I'm like, hmm, I don't know if Ryan is actually... No, I'm not heard familiar with Alice. Alice uh, he could have mentioned her before, but uh, I certainly didn't remember. Okay, so potentially and probably that's the first time he mentions Alice. And once again, like, this plot-driven fucking story, like, comes to play. Like, she's set up just so, like, sh- his B story could, like, exist. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't... It's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna be really... I'm really upset at this episode. Uh, we've got another case of Lois and Clark did it first in this episode. Which was? Which was Lex fencing, and specifically, Lex fencing with a lady. Which was done in the second episode of Smallville? Second oh, or third? Oh, nice. Where, like, nice. Clark first goes to the Luther Mansion in Smallville. Sure. And he walks in a room, and Lex is fencing, and then his teacher is this beautiful blonde like Norwegian girl. Ooh. Was Lex Okay. Uh-huh. Was Lex using a like aren't fencing foils? swords foils usually tipped with like a little ball? I think so. Well, Cuz I'm, I'm pretty sure he stabs that woman. <laughs> Does he stab Wait. Wait, no, he, cuz he's he's training originally mm-hmm. with a guy and he stabs him. And then later on Morgan Fairchild comes back. Yeah, he does stab him. He stabs that fucking guy in the yeah, shoulder. Yeah, he does. Super weird. I guess that's what Lex. That's how Lex fences. Yeah, he's like, I fence with a, a an uncapped foil, yeah. and you still use a capped foil because I'm a piece of shit. Also, the extent of my fencing is really just like that episode of Smallville, and then the Lindsay Lohan parent trap. So I don't really, <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah, I don't really know. Maybe like if you start winning, you get to take your ball off, so you can like the stakes get raised. Or if you're like loser. an insane billionaire, you just. Go like, oh, no, I we're d- going to do this. I doubt it's that, Matt. <laughs> um, this, is the, this is where we meet Miranda, though, hanging out in Lex's office. Mm-hmm. Played by Morgan Fairchild. Mm-hmm. She's, got, she's got nice, uh, big, curly, blonde hair. Adorable. Mm-hmm. Love it. Very, very much was uh, uh, like a soap star in her day, mm-hmm. you know? Did you watch Friends at all? Yeah, a little bit. She was Chandler's mom. What? Yes. <laughs> I'd ha- I don't remember that. Not but. Chandler's dad, Kathleen Turner, but Chandler's mom. Chandler has lesbian parents? No, Chandler's dad oh, uh, gets was a, a drag exchange? queen. Oh, that's cool. He was a drag queen. Nice. Um, he would be. Anyway, there's your friend's knowledge. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so she's talking about some such nonsense about animal pheromones and blah, blah, blah. That's when all this stuff happens. Uh, then we cut back to the Daily Planet, and Lois is Lois is very out of character for me. Yeah, you mentioned we were, we were talking about that before the show, and yeah, I'm definitely inclined to agree. She's very like uh, Boy Scoutish. She's yeah. very like I'm. I'm really good. She. I. I don't do bad things like play hooky. But like, but prudishly, like not fun. So you know, like yeah, and and also mentions like 
she was in the chess club mm-hmm. as a kid. Mm-hmm. She was in the math club. Like what? I'm like, what part of the lowest that we've seen is this girl? Yes, and and those things lead to being a reporter. Yeah, I don't think so. I and mean, not maybe, not that but... those things are inherently bad or like make you annoying or or no, a pain the, in the ass. It's not. It's the just way, not the way it's presented here is very much that. Right, and I will argue once again, like, the whole point of bringing that stuff up is just to juxtapose, like, how horny she gets after she gets pheromonized. Yeah, you're right. The, the, the thing that's, that's interesting about this whole Lois thing for me, though, is that it doesn't seem like the Lois that we've seen in other Deborah Joy episodes. Like, this what, doesn't which, seem like the Lois from the pilot to me. Is that the only other episode? Uh, and uh, I'm looking through you, the one with the uh, invisibility guy... Where she's very much still like, you know, let's go get him, Kent, and like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's very just like newsroom, mm-hmm. um, uh, Lois. Yeah, and and she's not that. She's just very uh, tight assed for no reason. Yeah, you know, it's very strange. Um, maybe she was rushed. You know, you got a lot of episodes to write in this season. Totally. I, I would. I definitely agree that this is not a real. A, a good version of Lois. Yeah. I, I don't buy it. It's and ridiculous. you know what? Let's take a moment here, All too. Because, right. like, as we're going along here, I still contest that the worst day Lois and Clarking is better than the best day Remington, Remington Stealing or, like, doing a lot of other shows. Like, oh, yeah. I'm still happy watching this. But there's just moments, especially in a show you love, where you're just looking at it going, no, do better. You know, like... Oh, yeah. It's a kid... That you know can learn, and you know can study, but he's just not studying. It's just... Yeah, ex- I, just I, I, not agree, I agree with that. And, and you know, as a writer, I, I have the ability to really jump on people's cases yes. for shit. As if anything I've ever written is, like, has been produced or doesn't have its flaws. You know, I'm not saying I'm fucking perfect. Anyone can criticize my work for sure. Um, anyway. Anyway, just, yeah. just putting that out there. Mm-hmm. Because we're still happy. I'm happy to be here. I'm still mad at the episode because <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Fair enough. What do you want from me? Fair enough. All right. So, well, let's get to the craziness yeah. then. Turns out Miranda does make it into the Daily Planet, which I guess you can just walk into. At it's probably point. pretty easy. It's probably Especially fun. when there's, like, an event going on. As every future episode will show us. <laughs> if you want to get into the Daily Planet newsroom, walk in. you just walk right in. Happy. That's super easy. Let's note, this is a pre-9-11 world. Yes, yes, in world where we still there's still episodes where we just throw the word terrorist around like it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's perfectly like fine. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she comes in, she spritzes everybody, <laughs> just kind of wandering around, and the her. wackiness ensues. So Lois instantly, instantly horny for Clark, uh-huh. and we get a leg shot where she comes over and puts her leg up on the desk. Which a like Terry Hatcher has never looked better. Yeah, great legs, looking good. B they know that, and that's one that winds up in the credits. There's a lot uh, that wind up in the credits. Not surprised. Did they? And I, I feel like for that shot, they even did like that classical like let's put the nylons over the lens so we can get that soft have, focus, yeah. glowy look. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that was happening. They might have. <laughs> um, so Lois, Lois wants Clark. Jimmy wants the models that are there for this fragrance thing. Yeah. But he doesn't really ever do anything about oh, it. Oh, that's he? not true. He has a oh, whole little C-plot. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Which leads to one of my favorite moments in the episode. C-plot. That's like the E-plot at this point. Like, there's so many plots uh, in this show. Possibly, yeah. Because we still have, we have Perry. It's definitely a lower level subplot. Yes. It's <laughs> Perry and the cleaning woman, mm-hmm. Rahelia. Mm-hmm. 
And it's cat, which winds up just being... A, that's more of a... Yeah, it's a joke. That's less than pay, than a Jimmy story. That's, yeah, I suppose that's so. like three So wait, three what? Jimmy went out, right? Yeah, so Jimmy's into this uh, girl, and he uh-huh. gets all pheromonized, and she's very she's a very attractive woman, and, and he kind of lays it on really thick, um, and maybe because of the pheromone or something, but like he like over he he approaches it very overconfidently. Got he oh makes, yes 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 yes. He makes up a story about being a photographer, uh, which which is not quite true yet, and uh, you know so he. Almost demands that they go out, type of uh, date request. Does that always works. Oh yeah, real yeah. good. And which leads to them going to the club later, which is a real interesting scene. Okay, um, that's right, and that's where we get, I think, our first super save of the episode too, right? Yeah, because he yeah. like is so dejected, he's walking in front of a car, and uh-huh. Superman <laughs> flies and why, down. And why super? Him. Why was Superman there? Um. Uh huh. I don't. I don't remember where he came from that night. He just happened to show up. Just happened to show up. Interesting. Uh, we get. We do get some good lines in this, though. Of, oh yeah. Uh, There's some really great dialogue in this episode. Um, Clark. <laughs> For the listener, like Ryan just flipped his note pages so gingerly <laughs> as to not make noise. I pulled it very far away. That from I the literally line. had to stop and listen and look and listen <laughs> to how well he did. And he didn't do bad. Um, anyway, Lois, uh, is freaking out and Clark, Clark realizes it and he goes, Lois, get a grip. And she goes, Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, done. Great episode. You know, like just stop it. There. Yeah. 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 Um, um, Clark, you know, I'm glad they didn't pull, like kind of pull the taffy on it for too long. Like Clark pretty instantly realizes something is something's wrong here yeah yeah and you know we get we had a lot of i had a lot of fun in this scene i'll admit that this portion of the episode was a blast the initial love spell of it yeah like seeing seeing cat go into the uh, copy room and and like him super peeping in and being like oh oh no yeah 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 like she (laughs) so she goes into this copy room and um (laughs) starts is just all about this like balding uh copy uh, mm-hmm. copy repairman or so like he's yeah. he's just some some guy who works at daily planet and yeah it's it's very funny and of course the gag is we think she they've both been spritzed by yeah miranda's love potion but towards the end of the episode she, we find out that cat did never never got spritzed she's just regular old just regular <laughs> old cat being cat um also like around this, this some other stuff happens but like this is where we get like Slow motion Lois throwing rose petals up in the air as she sees Clark come in. Do you remember this? Yeah. She's in like the white lacy number. She, she changed from like a uh, sex demon Lois <laughs> to like uh, flower child Lois in yes. the span of a D subplot uh, yeah. beat. And Which then was back, interesting. Then back to like Gypsy Rose Lois to do the Seven Veils thing later on. Yeah, like belly dancing was totally a thing in the nineties. I remember. Was it really? I really feel like it was. Okay, it must have been. Like where where like a bunch of moms and their their older daughters went and did yeah, belly dancing or, classes. Yeah, and were, I just remember hearing about it a lot when I was like six or seven, which is funny to me. Um, the, yeah. that, that's around the scene too when she's doing the slow motion thing that. Like, Miranda has told Lex to go to the Daily Planet. Go check it out. And I had a weird... It's a small little nitpicky note. But when Lex arrives 
uh, at the planet, Perry comes up to him, or, like, is passing by him, and he's just, like, very, like, friendly, like, good morning, Perry. Oh, hi, Lex, like, I don't have time, and, like, off he goes, and yeah. I'm just like, wait, we're friends now? Like, what, like, when did Lex meet Perry? He was at the party in the pilot, but that's the only time I could think of. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's completely legit. I mean, everyone knows who Lex is, but why totally. does, does Lex know who Perry is? But but it was it was a friendly thing, as in "Good morning, Perry." Like, yeah, "Good morning, Ryan." Yeah, it's it's completely nonsense. Very strange. Yeah, do you know what I just looked, realized? Oh. Just seeing that scene in my head again, like when Lex ar- arrives. What? This is just like a cartoon, but like a weird Saturday morning, like zany cartoon. Yeah, like kind this of. is Gremlins two status, like oh, crazy. Oh, it kind of. You know of what is. I mean? Is everybody in a building going crazy? Yeah. Oh well, that that'll do it, right? Yeah, I forgot. It's like literally the Gremlins two of uh, Lois and Clark. But I, I feel like this is a typical. There's a few TV plots that. Like were reused and reused and reused, and I feel like Love Potion is very yeah, clearly yeah. one. Like it's definitely a trope. Like there's definitely a Buffy episode like this. There's yeah. like eight Charmed episodes like uh, this. There's <laughs> you know like any, yeah, any show yeah. that has some sort of mystical or sci-fi element can, to it can go here. We will get to this eventually. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and they just got here very quickly <laughs> for <laughs> whatever <laughs> reason. But it's it's you know. It's what it is. I this is this I, is why I think we double up on some episodes because there's not there's not too much to talk about them. Oh, besides, I have t- oh I have tons. Besides, to talk about. it's wacky, you know. Or, yeah. or like which I crazy. I like talking about the wackiness because yeah, it cracks me, me up. It's 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 fun to talk about. Um, um, you know what I really wish happened in this episode? Ooh. Now that I realize the connection, I ooh. wish that. After Miranda went around the office spraying everyone, she like turns to camera and like snickers. <laughs> and then the piano comes in. We both snickered really well. Honestly, if they had like leaned into it more, I, I don't know what you're doing. Wait, what is this music? It's the Gremlins 2 theme. Oh. Okay. There's no I'm way thankful that I don't know that. I'm surprised since Just you Just like with you're me. thankful that you, I don't, or that you don't know, like, the eight different places that Metropolis shows up on the map. You're right. Okay. <laughs> just, just a big point here. Mm-hmm. The Dance of the Seven Bells thing aside, and, like, she's doing the slow-mo thing. She's doing, like, little girl giggly Lois voice again, like she was in that, that dream sequence from uh, Deborah's last episode, you know? Right, yeah. But Terry Hatcher looks awesome in that dress. Oh, yeah. In she the white, great. the white dress. This seems to be a thing we do in every episode of just, like, Look how good Terry Hatcher looks here. I think I have a note here, like, Lois's hair is on fucking point. Oh, yeah, because it looks like yours. I didn't even have to say it myself. (laughs) (laughs) Because it looks exactly like yours. Yeah, I was like, her hair looks really good. Also, then she straightens it later on, like, that night. And I'm just like, God, girl, like, you... must have been a lot You got ready today. Yeah. Like, that's nuts. A few times. Yeah. Dude, I mean, she's... She's trying to she's trying to get a piece, you know what I'm saying? And, and she almost did, which we'll get to because that's a big problem I have with this episode. Me too. I I know exactly what you're talking about. But first, we get Perry dressed as Elvis. Oh, which was so fun. Oh, yeah. It's oh. Uh, you know, it was rewarding. It was rewarding. Um, yeah. So I mean, he goes to uh, the 
the what is this woman's name? Rahelia. He goes to Rahelia's apartment to try and uh watch this a week and a half ago and I remember Rahelia. I'm impressed. I didn't even write it down. Thank you. <laughs> um so he goes to serenade Rahelia with some uh Elvis uh yes. songs. I think Burning Love, I think. I, if, yeah. It must have been. It must have been. I assume. Yeah. I don't know any Elvis songs. Um yeah, to which Wait, he gets... hold on. Wait, what? Didn't you say, like, you dug into Elvis, like, a couple podcasts ago? I, 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 I don't know what I said, but here's, <laughs> here's what happened. <laughs> All right, like... Here's what set happened. Set the record straight. I said, I want to get into <laughs> Elvis. Okay. I went home, maybe that night, maybe the next night, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to get into some Elvis. I, I got stoned, uh-huh. randomly, uh-huh. which I don't normally do these days, <laughs> and uh, I... Put up, uh, put Elvis on okay. the Spotify radio. Went to bed, and that was that. Okay. Do I know an Elvis song? Still don't. Is it possible that Morgan Fairchild snuck into your apartment and spritzed you? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Did I bring something up? Uh, I'm so. Sorry. I don't have any memory of that night. I'm so sorry. Did did I woke up in a did chair? Did Superman not want to take advantage of you when you woke up? He he actually did. Did he? He he was like, then Ryan, I've had enough. I know exactly what happened to you. <laughs> it's called vengeance. Oh no. Yeah, Jimmy Olsen starting a support group. I think you should talk to him. Okay, good. I heard. I heard he. Uh, you already macked out with the lady at the Daily Planet. Yep. While everyone else watched, because he did. It was pretty good, and he got a standing ovation. Yeah, that was strange. That too. was one of fucking episodes. But that's like a strange. I'm willing to go along with. Because that's like nineties, kind of cute, like, stupid. I don't know. It's very strange. Yeah, like that. That's a reward, dude. So, do you remember the scene when Perry goes to the club to go after this girl? To the Perry goes to a club. I mean, not Perry, Jimmy. 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 Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. this is a uh, like we were talking about before when he gets saved, right? Yeah. So just before that, he gets he gets to the club and he's like trying to get in. The bouncer won't let him in, and he's like, "Oh, it's fine." And he gives slips him like some dough, mm-hmm. some money, and the bouncer. Eats the money. Oh, that's right. He eats the money. Uh, anyway, see that's the type of wackiness too that I'm fine with in Lois and Clark. Oh, you! I'm from a different era. <laughs> I did not. I didn't watch TV back then, so I'm just like I'll, not accustomed. I'll, I'll to let this him show. go with that. It's it's honestly it's the plot hole wackiness and the fact that Lois, you know, lo- love potion aside, like love potion does whatever. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that like so called sober Lois. Is so off model in this episode. Yeah, that's, that's what really really bugs me. It's definitely the most frustrating part. Yeah, I agree with that. And and yes, the villain's plan of like newspaper phone call to newspaper to all invite. all the illogical stuff with her or or the overly convenient uh, stuff with Miranda really bothered me. Yes, exactly. I will say though, you know, the plot points and and the stuff that happened was very Superman esque. You know, as what the show has come to define it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was fine with that stuff. Um, um, anyway, we're getting a little off track here. Where let's, were we? let's get into, let's have a, a very honest discussion about sex and consent here for a second. Okay. Now let me set a scene for you, a hypothetical. Okay. Lay it on me. Uh, you're a incredibly powerful uh, and very moral alien living on Earth uh, who, who's falling in love with, with a partner that he works with at work. Okay, wait, give me a second. I'm, I'm having a hard time visualizing this for some Okay, reason. imagine you look like Dean Cain, and you're wearing blue tights and a red cape. Okay, got it. Got, got it. it. You got good? it. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. So this, this, this work, co-worker that you're, uh, that you're falling in love with, 
uh, has shown no affection towards you, really, except for kind of when you went home to Smallville a little bit, and when you said you were going to leave, like, a little bit, but nothing, like, too big. But she just magically shows up at your house, and you know she's already intoxicated, for lack of a better word. Mm -hmm. She shows up your house at your house and does the Dance of the Seven Veils mm -hmm. and wants you to go to bed with her. She then passes out in your bed, and you presumably stay up all night trying to decide if you should go in there. You finally do, and guess what? You missed your opportunity. Mm -hmm. Are you an asshole? Am I an asshole for, like, giving up? Absolutely. Like, give me a break, yeah. Um, for going in and saying, I can't take it. If you want me, I'm yours. Yeah, but, I mean, did he go in or did she he come did. out? He went into her into his bedroom. Right. And, like, she's just getting up from bed, or she was still in bed. I don't mm -hmm. remember. But and then she's, she's like, what? Bed. You're crazy. And she's like, what the hell are you talking about? You know? Like, yeah. It's a, it's a little, uh, little borderline, uh, little borderline rapey. And then in the same scene, he says, good thing it wore off before you could, you, before you could further humiliate yourself. Fuck yeah, you. Because that's her responsibility yeah. at that point. Absolutely. What the hell? That, that's... Let's be, hey, that's, let's be honest here, Matt. She was literally asking for it. I know. I'm playing, I'm playing bad guy here, guys, yeah, by the way. But, good lord. Like, that yeah, yeah. would... Imagine the think the hateful think pieces that would pop up on, like, oh, IO9 and, and, and... They'd be obliterated. You know, fucking yeah, they'd get Jezebel their shit kicked in, for sure. If it was this day. Like, yeah. Oh my god. No, I mean god. this is this is uh 12 years ago this ep episode premiered. Yes. Um no. We're apparently consenting. No, this is more than 12 years ago. This is I didn't 20, study math. 20, 22 years ago. 22 years ago. We're apparently happened. inebriated consent was Fuck. okay. Yeah, Jesus. Awful. I hated it. Yeah. It's a product of its time. Yeah. But hated it. Yeah, not cool. And uh, not to mention that that goes against Superman's character so hard. Mm -hmm. Like, not only is Lois off, but Superman's off. And this kind of yeah, ties into what we were talking about with uh, Schneider Superman is that, like, that's not who he is. Yeah. That would never, ever happen in the version of Superman that we know, which is for sure the Superman that's been set up in this series, you know? Yeah, the, the, the moral good guy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um,. But yeah, like that that bothered the hell out of me. But apparently, Lois is fine with it. <laughs> yeah, and moves on. We go to visit Miranda. Oh, one more thing that oh. I wanted to point out. Uh, yes. I did think it was interesting that for the first time, uh, Lois says, "You look a lot like Superman." Oh, when she was when she was drunk. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I mean, even though she was inebriated, it was kind of an interesting moment to see. Clark kind of like uh, uh what yeah yeah you should, um, and we've right. never we haven't seen that uh, interaction ever in any way shape or form yet no mm -hmm. one's come that close except for the dude who got killed um, in oh, Bryce yeah. in Bryce's last episode yeah of course um, and you know I just thought that was interesting and I like that we it was cool that they cut directly to commercial break you know by the black screen obviously as if and I was like ooh cliffhanger right but come on as if they're gonna shoot their wad on that yeah. In the, 10th episode of yeah, the show. Yeah, give, give me a break. But I, I thought that was funny, even though, whatever. They they go to visit Miranda, because while Lois was passed out, or before she showed up, whatever, Clark had just been flipping through magazines and magically found an ad for her. This entire plot is furthered by printed media. Oh, yeah. Conveniently <laughs> Lois's placed. Lois' byline. Yeah. Uh, Miranda's ad. 
where she's still dressed like a witch. Like every time we see this woman, she's dressed like a witch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I don't. She has a black cat too. I don't really understand. Mm. <laughs> me calling it love potion is not completely correct, but it's not far off. You yeah. Know? Like, oh, it is. It's love potion as fuck. Um, this is hands down the coolest part of the episode for me when mm-hmm. they go to visit Miranda. I remember this as a kid. What? Tell me. Uh, they go to visit Miranda. She's being like coy and talking about her revenge perfume or whatever. And as they're talking, as Clark is wont to do, like he just super sleuthing, like in front of everybody's eyes. And like he goes, he grabs one of the bottles of the um, the revenge right. perfume and all that. And then as she's talking, he's listening into her heartbeat. Uh huh. By staring at her neck. By staring at her neck, apparently. <laughs> which I wrote down. Oh, he knows her pulse because he was looking at her neck. He's looking at her neck. Which I know is not true, but I found that shot. But it's kind of kind of like that, yeah. Yeah. And then he goes outside and does the uh, the line like, "Of course she was lying. Her pulse rate was over 150." <laughs> which like, I loved his attempt to cover that. <laughs> I actually really liked that moment. It's just like, oh, you know, it's just an expression. Uh, yeah, wow, she's she's get really getting out there. Her pulse is off over 150. <laughs> Tell you what, my fucking pulse is over 150 right now. No oh boy. No, this is the coolest part. What are you talking about? I loved that. No, I, I, did, I did really enjoy this And, like, moment. from then on, like, in any Superman thing that I watch, I always want him to tell a liar because he's listening to the pulse. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. he's seeing the microbeads of sweat start to form on there. You know, like, sure, or sure, something sure, like sure. that. Or he's seeing, like, the little micro-titches in the face that, like... Yeah, normal yeah. people aren't going to see, but he's seeing things at like crazy motion. Like, right, right, right. I love the idea that he's a human lie detector. Yeah, I, I like that, and that's coming to play a couple times in this uh, show so far, right? Where he's like, has it? No, I'm mixing up with Daredevil. Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> That oh. happens all the time Are you in watching Daredevil. Jessica Jones, by the way? No, I'm about to start because I've heard nothing but great sh- things. Before you came over, I was watching an episode. It's good. Uh, for listeners, if you've watched it it's the one where it ends with her going into the house i'll be as animatic as possible Ooh. but holy shit david tennant i've heard he's out of control is amazing mm. like as much as i liked d'onofrio in wow. daredevil cool and i fucking cool. love d'onofrio in daredevil me too me too oh i've actually heard better reviews for jessica jones than uh, daredevil um, what do you think i think daredevil is the perfect superhero show uh-huh or, or, like, the perfect serious superhero show. Sure. I think Flash is the perfect not serious superhero sure. show. Sure. But um, Daredevil's a really high bar for me. Okay. I think Jessica is a really good sister show. Nice. Like, if if like Daredevil is Buffy, then Jessica is totally Angel. Like awesome. Angel's okay. awesome, you know? Cool, cool. So and They're yeah. building up to do, like, a thing, right? Yeah. To do the Defenders. To do the Defenders. Are there going to be any other shows before Defenders? I think so, but they changed their idea, like... They were going to do Iron Fist, but now they're not. I don't know. Okay. They, they're changing their ideas. On today's it, episode of uh, Let's Talk Marvel TV. Yeah, Defenders. Yeah. <laughs> Defenders. <laughs> the new podcast of, of not the DC of universe. the current Marvel shows. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, check it out because you won't be disappointed. Awesome stuff. Um, but yeah, so back to Lois and Clark. Um, right, so after this scene where uh, Clark is uh, lie detecting her by staring at her neck, mm-hmm. which, which is my favorite part, uh, we cut to a scene with Lex and Miranda again, yes. where Miranda very clearly sprays him and he does not notice. Right. Which was 
annoying. I love that it smells like shit. Like everybody, every time they get sprayed, it's just like, oh, 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 God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I just wrote, how did he not notice that? Um, Did he not notice? I thought he gave like a little. Oh, maybe he didn't notice he'd been sprayed, but like he smelled something in the air. Yeah. John Shea played a little like. He's like, what's that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, but first of all, give me a break. There's no way. Knowing what she does, having been to the fucking Daily Planet, that as soon as he smells some weird thing when she shows up that wasn't previously there, would he not say something? Good point. That was a gr- uh, an oversight. Good point. Yeah. Good very, point. That was very frustrating to this me. This scene, too, we also get very important knowledge that she's using a 1% solution at the moment. Yeah, which comes into play later. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. remember important, that. Important. Um, and then we also get... Um, Another great Lex line of him saying no to sex, which is, I never mix business with other people's pleasure. <laughs> like, uh-huh. fuck you. Yeah, yeah. He's what not an a, asshole. Not a, not a it's fan. a great line. Yeah, oh. he's, oh, he's such a dick. And it's it's ruining her, poor thing. Yeah. And then guess what? She uh, gets fucking Lois. She looks down and sees Lois's byline for the fucking <laughs> for the fucking pesticide or fruit fries. Is that where playing. she got it there? Too? Yeah. Yeah. Again. Jesus. He's again. Got, he has got to clean out his office. Yeah. Because there's too many bylines of Lois Lane yeah. just stop, lying around. Stop reading so much Lois. Oh, he probably did it on purpose. He was like... <laughs> I didn't even notice that it, that happened to It was, him. yeah. That's funny. So ridiculous. Um, so anyway... Uh, and then she she has that moment where she's like, hmm. <laughs> oh, this uh, is the first time... Uh, the minutia that I give a shit about is crazy. Um, oh, first, first off, very important. We cut to Clark and Lois apparently just went and did research about pheromones or something. Right, and they're just walking along the street or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And Clark claims that, or Lois gives the, like, why why weren't you affected? Mm-hmm. And he goes, I don't know, Lois, I guess I'm just not attracted to you. Mm-hmm. Which, like... Which they did set up just before that, that, like, in order to be attracted to someone on the pheromone, or, yeah. you have to have a base level attraction for them yes, that exactly. is then amplified. It's not a love potion in that it can make anybody no. fall for anybody. It expands you have to have existing attraction. towards them. Yes. Which is an interesting plot point of the show because this is the first time where we're kind of like, yeah, Lois is uh, into Clark a little bit, at least physically. At least we have proof. Subconsciously. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, but also, isn't it weird that she buys that when she woke up this morning to him going, okay, I'm yours, like, let's do this. Yeah, yeah. How it do is, you like it? It is not uh, not quite aligned correctly, yes. a.k.a. misaligned, which was the word I couldn't <laughs> find. <laughs> now, for the minutia, we see Lois get in a minivan with a Daily Planet logo on it. Okay. Later on, she shows up at the... Oh, you're... I didn't notice You're this. You're smiling because it's the stupid shit I, I didn't noticed. know. I didn't notice this. Later on, <laughs> she shows up to the airfield or whatever uh-huh. in, uh, I think it's it's either a Range Rover or a, a, a Jeep. Mm-hmm. I can't believe, I can't remember, but she'll have that car for the rest of the series. Nice. I'm like, why does she have this Daily Planet, like, beater Jeep, car to, yeah. to run around with? During the day, and then when she goes to the airfield, she has her car. Yeah. It's very strange. That's weird. Also, they take cabs all the time, and she has a car. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, it's Metropolis is like a weird mix of L.A. and, uh, LA and New York. Where it's so like, everyone sorry. drives. No, we, we take cabs. I'm so sorry that this is the thing I care about. But like as a kid, I remember that car, 
It's got LL uh, personalized plates on it. You'll you'll meet it more in like seasons three and four, especially. That's her car. That's very cool. That is her car. I'll I'll definitely be looking for it. I don't even remember what it looks like, man. <laughs> it's fun. No, because you don't really like if you weren't me and you didn't know about it in future oh, okay. episodes. You wouldn't notice it. Nice, nice. Well, that's a, a nice little tidbit for the fans of the show. Here's a, here's another weird plot point. Or a plot hole problem. Okay. Lex and Lois are having dinner mm-hmm. that night. Lois is now sober. Like, she's she's straight. Yeah. Presumably an hour into their dinner. Like, they've, they've eaten their main course or whatever. Or Lex is all of a sudden affected by the spray. Right. And even with that plot hole... He still has another great fucking line. Oh, of course he does. What what does he say? It's uh, he like starts like feeling lightheaded and like realizing he's like desperately in love with Lois, but he's fighting it. Uh, so Lex is starting to feel the effects, and he goes, "I never drink. All right, I never drink alone. I'm never drunk. I'm always in control." Oh, yes, which is just that's just a good Lex Luthor line in in any Superman, in any circumstance. Yeah. Absolutely, it's a it's a great line for any like powerful guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I really liked it, and like a megalomaniac, like yeah. him, like yeah. of course he's always in control, or oh, always yeah. sees himself as in control. Oh yeah. man, absolutely. So even still, like no matter what, Lex has been consistently the best written character. I, I well. Most of the time, except for the Champagne the third dog. the third act, Champagne third fourth act uh, periods, but we can overlook those because they're a blast. Yeah, um, fair enough. Um, but, but I yeah. agree, but I agree with that otherwise for sure. Lo- and then he wakes up in the chair the next day and he's <laughs> like, "Oh, poor poor Lex." Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, so the plot point you were talking about was the fact that it instantly affected everyone in the office, and then like didn't affect him for several hours. When yeah, he that's, got that was right. my problem. Yeah, I got distracted because I read the lo- note in my or the line in my notes, and I went, "Oh wait, I have to say this." Oh, I was <laughs> oh I was not about to forget that plot point, and I was not about to forget to bring it up. Yeah, I just thought, I thought it was strange, unless you know Maybe. he he does fight it best. That's that's possible. Maybe uh, he wasn't around uh, the the person that could activate it or something. Well, he was though. He was with Lois. That like that. My thing is like he's had an entire dinner with her, and like yeah. now at the end of the meal, he's like, oh, oh, oh no, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just so even that beautiful. Is, that is strange. I, I was even more concerned about like what about all the time in between where he like had to go get to dinner. And like get Dinner's ready. brought to him. Yeah. Come on. Were they eating at his house? Yeah, I think they always do. Oh, oh well, I'm less a little less concerned about it then. Uh, um, but I, I still, it's still. I'm not me. overly concerned about he, it, he, especially he, considering it's Lex. Like Lex yeah, is kind of yeah. an anomaly. He's not really a person or a good person. So like, yeah. <laughs> you know. I will say that this kind of area is where this episode like really started breaking down for me in general. Yeah. Just it, 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 it felt muddily after this, you know, oh, you mean the next scene where, Oh Miranda, yes. I mean the next um, scene. Mistakenly feeds her cat. 100% solution. You mean that scene? Uh huh. Oh, that's the problem. Oops. What did you have about that scene? What was the, what was the I didn't actually have a problem with that scene. I, I, I did, don't have any notes. Why did have scene? superpowers? Um, cause it was horny as fuck, son. Okay. Have you ever been so horny that like you break, you break doors down your cage? Yeah, I guess uh, so. Every now and then that happens to me. Just don't be a Clark about it. Oh, I will not be a Clark don't about it. Don't be a Clark about it. No, I forgot about that scene to be honest. Uh, I be Alex. Be perplexed by your feelings and fall asleep in a chair. <laughs> be Alex. Be <laughs> perplexed. <laughs> ah.
You're good. You're good at this. We're Matt. doing great. You are good at this. You, you've got a lot of Sondheim in that brain, don't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I did get a kick out of, though, is we get the aftermath of everyone in the office having realized what happened to them yes. the day before. And, like, poor Perry. Like, dealing with some real marital issues. Yeah. But, like, also just, like, gat. Like, it was written kind of like a bit. Like, uh, it escalates to uh, someone's... Uh, Clark tells him, put her on a pedestal. Give her gifts. Write her poems. And he just says... Nah, she'd never buy it. <laughs> Which is very funny, but like kind of sad. But also like marriage, like that's I've been yeah, with this that's person. True. That's like, true. I, I've been with my girlfriend only like three years. If I wrote a poem to try to make up for it, yeah, like, especially she would spit especially in my if you were like, I swear I didn't mean to cheat on you with the maid, with the cleaning lady. Like yeah, it exactly. was because someone sprayed pheromones on me. That's not gonna fly. This guy sound yeah, crazy. I was talking to my fly. best friend Lex this morning, and he too. You know, right. It's just not. I will work. say this whole section, this see, this sequence of, of in the uh, in the daily the planet, like fixing things at the planet. It just really felt like, like like tr- they were trudging through it. Like yeah. it felt like there's a little too much air between lines and stuff. It yeah, felt okay. like they were just right. trying to stretch it out. I get that. Um, I, I, it wasn't I got terrible. That same feeling too. Yeah, it wasn't terrible, but it just it didn't feel tight. Yeah. You know. We do um, get a cool thing like when Lex wakes up in the chair and he's frantic and he's like. I have to get to the Daily Planet. Like, why, sir? I need to find Superman. And it's just like, oh, that's cool that, like, now he, even he realizes, like, fuck, I need him. You know, like. Yep, yep, which we haven't seen. It was a very cool reversal, and then, I agree. And then he gets to talk to Clark about it, too. And at the Daily Planet, you know, he's like, I've got to find Superman. Like, here's what she's going to do. It's going to be a city without morality. Uh-huh. And again, Clark is like. Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, did they do a Solomon Gomorrah thing? I think I'm sure Clark, they did. I think Clark made the reference. Yeah, I don't like Clark in this episode. I, I don't like I don't like either of them. Uh, I like Lex still. I still like Lex. Yeah. Um, Lois goes to the airfield in the jeep, mm-hmm. and uh, this was another one too where it just felt like the staging of it was just a little wonky. Where she's talking to Miranda, and Miranda uh, spritzes her, and like Terry has to be gagging and dying and gasping for breath and still yeah. get, like, three more lines out yeah. before she faints. It's just like, no. Why would you... Uh, but how could... Wait, explain the plot again to me. Oh, God. You know, like, yeah, because I might have forgotten. <laughs> if there was an audience watching, they might be confused. You have just tomes of notes for this one. I actually have a... An outline for a new story I'm writing in between them. Oh, okay. That I ran into That's while I was writing these notes. Eight pages between. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made a note at the bottom. Like here's here's the other story. Um, um, then we get we get like another super save, a kind of lazy one where Lois is dangling over a vat of boiling. Right, which Something. I which I kind of was thinking about earlier when I said we get some good kind of Superman esque, you know, classic Superman sure. stuff here. Which you know, you have the damsel dangling, Lois oiling the peril. boiling vat of something. Yeah, um, which I, I can't say I didn't didn't like because I did I did like that. And then, then then the plot wraps up pretty quickly. Miranda's up in the plane, but Superman turns out can fly. Weird. Uh, he gasses her too with mm-hmm. a by holding it in his breath and blowing it at her. Which and apparently, uh, 
diluting the dosage too as as he's got it in his lungs if uh, you remember yeah oh i remember and then luring her being like don't you want this butt you want this super butt you better mm-hmm. come fly down to the ground and get it girl get it. jesus and then he once again takes advantage of the love potion situation pretending that he's affected oh gosh and he kisses lois beast. he's the worst yeah. in this episode. He's bad. Oh, and by the way, is this the kiss you were thinking of? No, no. I was thinking of their honest so, I forgot here's a how new- many times these motherfuckers kiss <laughs> without actually kissing. Here's a new bet. Like, how many times do they kiss before, like, there's an actual kiss? Because we, we both watched <laughs> Bryce's episode uh-huh. before our interview with Bryce, and they kiss in that one, too. Yep, so this, yep. is, this is their third here. Uh-huh. That'll be four. Unless there's, like, another six in between these. Jesus. Like, I... They kiss a lot. It's crazy. Yeah. It's yawning. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also love Lex looking on in disgust and be like, Oh, Lois, don't. No. As, as, oh, why? Because now yeah, he's exactly. legit in love with her. Um, which we find out in another uh, Evenings with Lex scene. <laughs> I would so watch that show. Just like... Good evening. Yeah. Tonight on Evenings with Lex. Just like a Lex, like, fireside chat. You know, like that type of thing. Just as he's, like, burning money. Yep. Oh, man. So he's so depressed that, like... Not depressed, but he's got it so bad for Lois that he just doesn't know what to do with himself. So he just decides that he's got to burn some money and just throw some money into the fireplace right in front of his butler, who must be being paid... Very well, because oh. he did not react. Because his butler is also in on all the nefarious dealings. Yeah. So, like, this man is vetted. Like, yeah. he's good, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He's a bud. But also, well, now that I think about it, is that maybe the only out-of-character scene for Lex in this? Because do you millionaires know, you know better than me. become, do billionaires, excuse me, become billionaires by burning money? They certainly don't. I mean, it's crazy. It's dumb, but... It's dumb. It's goofy. Yeah, it's it's goofy like the rest of the show. I, you know... Ugh. It's not champagne dog. It's not champagne dog level. It definitely is close. But in an, ep- in an episode <laughs> the where the world. entire thing is funky town, then this is almost okay. You it's know? not, yeah, it really wasn't that bad. Um, I feel like in another episode we would, we would have a very long discussion about Lex burning money. But in this one, it's just like, fine, you got and this then, close and, to the and, end. Like, it's fine. And then he fucking burns some money. I don't know. What do you, exactly. what else, what, what, I'm not surprised. How am I not surprised? <laughs> yep. This guy. We um, do get in the nice wrap up to the Superman line of, of her thinking that Clark looks like Superman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is cute. Every woman thinks her boyfriend looks like Superman. Oh, every woman in love. Thinks their man looks like Superman. That's right. Yeah. Uh, it's cute. It's, it's fine. Yeah, it's cute. You know. Can I can I point out a nitpicky thing that's like really lame? Yeah. Um, I notice when Dean, as Superman, and, and is kissing Lois, we see the back of his head. Uh huh. Does his hair always look that weird in the back? Yeah, it does. Oh man, yeah, it's yeah, tripping it me out. But maybe I'm just not used to when it. When it's slicked back into Superman. Yeah, look. it's like weird. Anyway, never it's mind. also this is season one too, so he's got longer hair, so it kind of oh, like. Okay. Pompadour's out in the back. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, mohawk esque. Yeah, like faux hawk esque. The worst Clark's, the worst Clark's hair looks. 
the better Superman's looks because like as he uh-huh. goes as he goes nineties and cuts it shorter and like starts spiking it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's less for them to slick oh, back as Superman. Does he start spiking his hair? It'll happen. <laughs> but it's less for them to slick back so that it actually looks pretty good. You okay, know. Okay. But still, like I, I still love the look of Superman in this. I love the tights, I, I, the the whole costume. You know, yeah. I love the how long the fucking cape is. I'll always love that about this show. Yeah, yeah, hands down. But um, <laughs> anyway. I'm, I'm, I suddenly got lost. I was like, maybe I should start spiking my hair. <laughs> Bring that back. No Dude, one, I no sp- one's doing that anymore. I've spiked my hair for so Me long. Too. Probably from like sixth grade to like. Actually, I spiked my sixth to eighth grade. I think I did it. But I had a I had like Liberty spikes like all around my head. Oh, see, Pretty like cool. you could get away with that because yeah. you were like a cool skateboarder kid. Yeah, I was the quote geeky, quote unquote cool space right. skateboarder. Kid. I was the geeky comics and musical theater kid, mm-hmm. still spiking my hair with my big goddamn braces. Mm-hmm. Like it was not good. Yeah. I'm sure you were fine. But I thought it was so fucking fly. I'm sure you were, dope. Oh, man. Yeah. So, good episode for Lois? Uh, no. No? It wasn't. <laughs> no, it was not. I think it's a good... I think Terry Hatcher got to play. Yeah, she did great. She, her, her, it was a Terry Hatcher episode. She worked with what she had. Mm-hmm. Um, was it a Terry Hatcher fans episode? It depends on what kind of fan. <laughs> if you're a Terry Hatcher fan and you're a big Dance of the Seven Veils fan, guess Have we got an what? episode for you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're not so much and you're maybe a Terry Hatcher fan and a Lois Lane's Integrity fan, maybe pass on this one. Yeah, maybe a hard yeah. pass on this. Uh, is it a good episode for Clark? No. No. It wasn't. Fucking dick in this no, episode. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> and I'm lumping Superman in the same thing Agreed. because he love potions the bad lady and then tries to or makes out with Lois. Uh huh. I'd say okay. you know not who, okay, guys. You know the one person who had a good episode. Who? Well, besides Lex, he had a pretty good episode. Lex had a good episode. Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy had like a pretty decent arc in and his mini way, subplot. Like it was pretty good. The copy guy. The copy guy had a. A great episode. The copy guy lucked the fuck out. Got that, get that skate, skate, uh... Cat Grant? Uh, um, yeah, good for him. She's a cutie. Yeah, so, <laughs> good episodes for them. Yeah, but it was so sweet to see, you know, Jimmy go from, like, you know, oh, we all know how bad he wants, he wants it. He's trying mm-hmm. to get laid, trying to get a girl. There's kind of that, like, naive young man uh, charmingness to that, yes. though, which some would argue is a, uh, a, a double standard. Sure, probably. Sure. Um, but, you know, then he goes too far into the confidence route, but then he dials it back and, like, apologizes and learns a fucking lesson, which seems like the only person who learned any fucking lesson in this episode. Good point. Um, and, and he apologizes and he fucking gets a kiss out of it. Success. That's a great little uh, romance arc. I loved it. The person I feel worse for in this episode? Perry. Oh, yeah. Perry got just And fucked. Alice, because, like, she's not... Acting rationally, I'm sure. No, not at all. Just uh-uh. the, the, this is something that their marriage is not prepared to handle. Yeah, is it going to recover? Like, do we hear um, more about her? She's she sticks around. She'll always be the unseen character. Uh huh. You'll see her like a little, like the back of her head, or like whatever. Shh, okay. You know, 
Which will always be kind of the unseen character. However, there will be still some marital problems later on. Okay. Like, they'll play that a lot. Okay. Which I is, can, I which can is see interesting. That. I can see that. But this is the first one, so. Okay. This is the, the first crack in the wall, if you will, for yeah. Perry and Alice. Um, who else winds up good in this episode? Um, like we said, Lex was pretty good. Yeah, Lex is good. Uh, did things N- go Nigel, well? I guess? Things always go well for Nigel. Are you I hope, kidding me? I hope Miranda's cat's okay. I, uh... Oh, man. He probably knocked up half the cats in that city. Oh, oh you're probably right. God. Maybe any cat we see from now on is actually a descendant of... <laughs> of the revenge kitty. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I don't want to make fun of this episode anymore. Yeah, like, I feel bad. It, it's... But I, uh, kind of. Well, like, you know, <laughs> listeners are listening to us because they love the show. You're right, you're I assume right. most people don't call this their favorite episode no yeah I'm sorry guys if I'm a little harsh it's not a steaming pile of shit Um, we still have yet to see an episode that is completely horrible agreed even uh, even smart kids like I'll watch that again before I watch I love smart kids episodes of most other things please please note like as harsh as I criticize like I'm you know I'm not trying to be on a high horse I'm not saying I'm a better writer or know more about any of this stuff than anyone else like this is just how it made me feel yep. and I, I'm probably not right about a lot of the things I have to say and no matter what we um, say we're coming back next week so yeah, <laughs> exactly um, what would you um, rate this episode yeah I was just gonna say um, I, get, I wrote down here a three I, I don't know that that's wrong I think we'll stick with that yeah I was gonna say like a four myself and the fact that you gave it a three and I'm like shitting on it more than you maybe I should say two (laughs) (laughs) what did I oh it's I don't have it in this notebook I couldn't remember what I gave um, smart kids but I think yeah. it was probably a three too. yeah it's so strange because uh, I feel like we've been consistently getting really good episodes and this one kind of was a stinker the next one though that is a good one that is uh, gonna be episode 111 honeymoon in metropolis which is one of my faves oh written by uh, Dan Levine oh. and James Contner directed I've heard that name before has he directed any of the other episodes we've covered? No, I think from another show, actually. I'll look into it cool. for next week. Um, oh, real quick, before we go, can we do comics talk again? Oh, yeah, because like, uh, we had a new comic come out. Yeah. You were we, telling me. Not, not. <laughs> we didn't write it, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, Frank Miller has a new uh, Dark Knight comic. Yeah, out, Dark which, Knight 3. Yeah, Frank Miller... Uh, he's kind of a crazy old man now mm-hmm. who's gone like super right wing for a while. I didn't know so, that. So like a lot of people, you know, he, he's, he's burned a lot of bridges Aww. in the comic community. He's still written my very favorite Batman story ever. And the fact that he's writing Dark Knight again is a huge deal. And it's called Master Race. And it will involve a, presumably involve a Batman First Superman scenario again. Nice. A la Dark Knight Returns. So that'll be really cool to see. Nice. But I just read the first issue uh, the other day. It's good. And it's, it's great. Awesome. You gotta let me, you gotta let me, I'm gonna read that. When it's really cool. Let, yeah. me, let me borrow that. Which, uh, just curious, what is your favorite Batman comment? Year one? Batman Year One? I thought so. So Year One, Dark Knight Returns. Are, are those in the same Batman universe, or are uh, they just both by Frank Miller? They're both by Frank Miller. 
technically every Batman thing he's written is in the Frank Miller universe. Okay. Like, they consider Year One a part of it. Okay. Year One is a completely different animal, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, year One was actually canon for a while, whereas mm-hmm. Dark Knight and, like, all his other stuff okay. were not. Like, um, Dark Knight 3 is not canon. Okay. It's just his world, and yeah, they yeah. let him do it because okay. he wrote Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, yeah. I like Dark Knight Returns a lot. Batman Year One is just, like, fucking It's really good. It's yeah. really tight. And, like, David Mazzucchelli's art in that yeah. is... I know you're a big fan of the art. Superb. I, I'm partial to Batman Year 100. Good God. Oh, so good, too. Good God. You should read some Superman comics. Yeah, dude, you gotta lay them on me. I will give... My favorite of all time, I only just read, like, less than a year ago. Uh-huh. And it blew me away. It's called Superman for All Seasons by Jeff Loeb, who is... Um, he was a producer on Smallville for a while, actually. Oh, wow. um, he was the he's the screenwriter of Teen Wolf. <laughs> awesome. Um, he's uh, he screenwrote a, a lot, lot for a while, and now is president or like head EP of Marvel Television. Wow, shit! So, like, nice. He's the shit. Wow. But he wrote this this Superman story with uh, Tim Sale as the artist. That is so poignant and quiet and beautiful. It like. Anybody listening to this that gives the slightest shit about Superman should read that. Yeah, because I'll, it's so good. I'll try and find it, and then maybe we could chat about it a little bit. After oh, I, I read I'll, it. I'll loan it to you. It's oh yeah, right over there do. on the shelf. Yeah. How how, uh, how many issues is it? Uh, it's, I think it's four. It might be four maxis. Okay. So it's it's a real quick. What's read. a maxi? A trade? Uh, no, a maxi like a little bit bigger. Okay. Okay. I think that's the term for it. Where like it could be like a normal comic is like twenty two pages. Yeah. A maxi could be like forty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's still. Have you ever read anything by Tim Sale no. or with Tim Sale art or Jeff Loeb? Not, for that not knowingly. Not knowingly. Jeff Loeb writes very little dialogue. Very so like it's a really quick read. Uh huh. But you wind up going so slow on the page because the art it's gorgeous. is fantastic. Awesome. It's really cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Actually, this sounds um, awesome. In the meantime, thank you everybody. I hope you're still listening. I hope we're on iTunes. So yeah, thank thank you uh, as always, people that have reached out. Uh, we've gotten fan letters now, which is or fan emails, I should yeah, say which now, really which cool. is really really sweet. Um, keep the comments coming too, and the criticisms, and it's all good. Like we're just happy to yeah. hear that people are out there responding to it at all. So yeah. we really appreciate it. We're just having a good time. Um, this is like this is what me and Matt would do before we even had the podcast. Matt would just talk to me about Superman, <laughs> and, and I would like just I and I would just sometimes. and I would just nod, and it yeah. was a blast. <laughs> I, don't, I never mean to talk at you. No, you don't. Well, I mean, it's, I just get excited. You do, and I like it. It's fine because you're like you're telling me stuff I don't know. You know? Okay, yeah, it's cool. Either way, we'll be back next week. Yeah. Like us on Facebook. Share with your friends. Yeah, do all that shit. Share our posts, please. Yeah, we love you guys. Thank you. For Lois and Clark, I'm Matt Truex. I'm Ryan Albertson. Do you want to say it? Folk off. Ah, see you next time.